tropical about this episode. I just like this music. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. We're going to throw around some ideas. Talk about Freddy Krueger crack man. Yeah, so, was he a mass murderer or was he the inspiration for Batman? Or Freddy Krueger or Catwoman. Freddy Krueger cat Batman. Or all three. Yeah. I don't know. So, hey up! You see? Because it's going to get greasy. That's right. We earn our NSFW rating. We're proud to bring you unedited, unfiltered content. That said, if you're a snowflake or a sensitive type, you might get offended. We support everyone's right to speak freely and put forth thoughts unmuzzled. So enjoy the show, but if you're not 18 or around someone who might not need to hear our thoughts, wear your headphones or find a nice little church program to listen to. Stay greasy. Season two of the Greasy Knuckles Podcast. I'm Jabone and Jay Bone. For a minute, it's such a good song. Yeah, it's classic, <clears throat> as, as one would say. A one would say. One would, yeah. One would. All right. How much one would could woodchuck? Ch- yeah. All right. Can you say the whole thing? Yeah. The woodchuck thing? Yeah. Well, yeah. not the extended version. Crack this you know? open. Some people go on and on. Woo! Cheers, Cheers bud. Knuckleheads. Knuckleheads. I mean, do you just say like the how much wood could a woodchuck chuck? A woodchuck could chuck wood? Yeah. Woodchuck, woodchuck, as much wood as a woodchuck could if a woodchuck could chuck wood. Like I said, that's the extended version. Yeah. That's the director's cut. That's the LP. <laughs> long play. <laughs> Woo! So, uh, I was talking to old J-Bone over here, and I want to create a segment for this show called The Daily Dose of What the Fuck? You know, or you could do your little, you know, how you scream, fuck! You know, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> the Daily Dose of What the Fuck? All right, so... And it, it's going to consist of basically saying what the fuck is going on with certain shit. Like today. We'll pick a thing. Samsung. Mm. Get fucked. Because every time, right? And I, I got a nicer, you know, newer phone, right? The latest model, as you'd say. And it's a piece of dog shit. A piece of high-speed, low-drag dog oh shit. Oh, my God, is it terrible. Like, I mean, uh, you know what? Dog shit would probably pick up more reception than this fucking phone would. Probably pick up more hair. Uh, easily. But, so every time I go to update this motherfucker, which there's like 400 updates that this thing goes through, every single time my phone is just fucking useless for at least a day. At least. Like, I have to be fucking standing right next, right underneath the cell tower to get even a fucking hint of internet. So the signal's like a laser beam coming down. Oh, God. You get a terrible. weather balloon with like a, a monofilament string on it, you know, like one of those metal strings, and just like let it float up to the tower. Maybe. Or the power I'll get lines. A bar. Maybe. The power lines. But yesterday, I mean, I was streaming fucking Netflix and YouTube and all this other shit, 
Today, I can't even send a text message. So, mm-hmm. fuck you, Samsung. Alright, yeah. anyways. So, do you think it's actually Samsung, or is it Samsung slash Verizon slash T-Mobile slash no. AT&T? And the reason I say Samsung? no is because yesterday, in the exact same spot, I was able to stream Netflix, YouTube. The only thing that changed from yesterday to today... Well, the date, obviously, but... <laughs> hey, so... Was that update? Is that update? That's the only fucking thing that changed. And it's happened every single time. And you know what's stupid? Is the damn consumer fucking bullshit. Like, talk to customer support, right? And... Don't go too far. They were saying, hey, now, you're going to have to send us your, your phone because you're not close to a Samsung place. So you can just send it to us, mail it to us. So it's like... India? I guess. They want you to mail your phone to India? To I guess. It? I don't know. But he's like, you know, so Suspect. sorry about that. And I was like, no, no, no. You, you can do an update remotely. So just take the fucking update off. Oh, well, we have to have our experts look at it to diagnose the issue. Mm. We have the expertise. I was like, you want to know what the fucking diagnosis is? It updated, and now it's a hunk of shit. So let's move forward. You know, I, I ain't got to waste fucking... A month sending my phone off somewhere. Anyways, yeah, fuck them. I got a quick one too, but it's not like a long one at all. Let's go. It's not even a, really an actual like a what the fuck kind of moment. But what the fuck is going on? Have you seen the video of this dude in the plexiglass boat with the great white? No. All right, I'll show it to you later. Anybody listening, just get on YouTube or whatever, Google wherever you look up videos, and just type in plexiglass boat great white. That shit is. On Crable. Oh, wait. Is it the one on that... <laughs> Is it the one where it, like, ate the boat? Yeah, where it swims up from the oh, bottom yeah, and just bites through the fucking boat? This guy's hanging out like a He's, like, hanging on, just, ah! Yeah, I've seen yeah, that. That shark got shit salad for lunch. Bow show. Anyways, if you haven't seen it, go see it. It's worth the ride. Spring-heeled Jack. Spring-heeled Jack. Springing back from smoking crack. Springing back from murdering folks or something. So, do, how, do you want to start with what you think you know about Spring Hill Jack or what I think Wikipedia knows about Spring Hill Jack? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I did do some research. I'm just joking. We will start with, do you believe Spring Hill Jack was a real entity, a real person? I don't. No? I don't just because of the sightings. I mean, there are sightings everywhere, but you know how that goes. As soon as, like, one person sees a UFO, mm-hmm. oh, I saw one too, you know? Yeah. Or, I'm Officer Barbrady. So, you know, like everybody sees <laughs> everybody sees something after somebody sees something. Very true. So, But that original something, do you think there was an original something there? The only thing that, the only thing that, I don't know. The only thing I can say that I don't believe is that the, like, the, the, some of the earlier witnesses said he could jump like nine, ten feet in the air, right? So he had a good pair of Jordans on. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, that dude had hops. Yeah, he had. He didn't <laughs> have those like those Walmart, Walmart shoes. He had like Nikes. Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. I was going somewhere with it, and I lost. I lost my train of thought mid sentence. <laughs> but, however, he. Uh, I don't know if I believe that it was like it's kind of like. Um, it's kind of like to me that it it could be real, like Jack the Ripper was real. Because Jack the Ripper, like, people did, like, prostitutes and women and people did get murdered. So there was a murderer. So there could have been some asshole in a raincoat running around with a pogo stick. You know, I don't know. So 
I mean, I think people tend to like exaggerate. You know, you see stuff at night. I or, heard a lot of the things that were blamed on this guy, though. Yeah. Um, were like almost like cop outs. So back then, when this was going on, back in what year? Uh, eighteen thirty-seven was the first sighting. Eighteen thirty-seven. Uh, women were looked down upon like severely so if they were abused raped whatever they said that more often than not they would just blame it on that entity oh okay rather than blaming it on somebody they actually know because you know they didn't really believe women back then so right if they were raped and then needed hospital treatment or whatever instead of being like yeah my fucking next door neighbor because they just get killed if they you know or they just wouldn't believe them and then they'd sound crazy so they started blaming everything like if something went missing if a woman got abused or hurt or whatever like they would just blame it on this spring-heeled jack so it's like a lot of the modern middle east is what you're saying yeah and uh they just yeah it was almost like a cop-out for criminals right it's just like a blame all yeah that's what i mean that's what i mean i think it was real like jack the ripper was real like i think people probably saw something or saw someone acting crazy but it's just like any murder that happened when they were looking for jack the ripper got you know copycat killers or you know if you wanted to kill somebody and you knew there was a mass murderer loose that was slicing people's bellies open and poking their eyeballs out and you really wanted to murder somebody, you'd be like, well, I'll just do it like that. Yeah, and back then they didn't, it's not like they had fingerprints and no. cameras and DNA and all that shit. Like, no, they showed up and they were like, he's dead. Like, ah, see, he's dead, see? I think that came a little bit later, but <laughs> I think it was more like, he's dead, constable. You know, like, something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's Man, see? Yeah, yeah, he's fucking dead, see? Tea. So, have some biscuits, but, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the first sighting, was 1837, but... It makes me think that the story traveled... If there was a Spring Hill Jack, there were a bunch of them. Because the story traveled like like wildfire. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was all... It was UK, London, the Midlands, and Scotland. So, I mean, it, it, you know, like that, too. All of a sudden, it was everywhere. And I think unless he was just like... If you had more than one sighting, we'll say in London, and then more than one sighting in the UK the same day... <coughs> Ernie, then it couldn't have been a real thing. It couldn't have been yeah. one thing. There, there was a lot Unless of copycat killings and stuff, but like they said that one of the main reasons it got so much like traction and shit like that is from the penny papers. Yeah. Like tabloids, you know? And I remember growing up, like nowadays I don't really see tabloids. Right. But growing up, you know, if oh, you yeah. ever seen the tabloid, it'd be like woman gets abducted by alien and probed yeah. in her butthole you know what's and it was funny? like what the fuck like what's funny is what used to be like weird and in the tabloids it's kind of like normal everyday news mm-hmm. now because i heard i actually heard on the um whatever i was listening to much earlier today that there's the doctors now these there's these i can't remember what they're actually what, what this lady's actual title is but she's a professor and a fucking doctor of transgender studies but she's, oh, she's called the Transgender Navigator. That's her title, official title, wherever she works. I had to look it up, whatever. I'm not getting into the details of it. The point is, she they did an interview. I listened to the interview with her. Her last name's Simpson, but 
she said that they think it's viable now that if you are I know I'm gonna get this wrong but if you're a woman who transitions into a man they can take your vagina and uterus out and put it into a man that transitions into a woman and that that person would be able to have babies holy shit that she thinks it's absolutely possible and that they're getting ready to possibly start trying it i mean now you can imagine that being on the front of like the star news in the early 90s you know like man gets pregnant and has baby you know what you I mean? remember that dude that got pregnant yeah arnold schwarzenegger well no like the original man that got pregnant look it up no so dude he got famous as shit he was on all like talk shows and was he actually pregnant he was but it was it wasn't like he got fucking you know inseminated and shit like that thomas Beatty. he had a twin growing inside him that had never like developed as a youngin i guess okay and it was growing in there it wasn't like viable and shit like that but it was still alive it's like quato from total recall Quaid, remember the little thing that was growing out of his belly? <laughs> well, it's like uh, from Alien, where it just yeah. pops out of the stomach. But no, so I thought that was weird back then. But now it's getting to the point to where, yeah, I mean, I don't doubt it. People want to be <clears throat> women, and women want to be men, and they're just—they're gonna get there. You know, the technology is yeah. still in its infancy right now, but they're gonna get there, hundred percent. Yeah, so I found the article about that guy. It's been 13 years since Thomas Beatty sat down for his first TV interview and told Oprah and the world how he could possibly be a pregnant man. Today, the concept of transgender man giving birth is hardly novel. So, that's what I mean. It's just like, that was, that, that was a tabloid story type yeah. story. And mm-hmm. now it's just like Tuesday. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, man's going to have a baby. Big. Oh, yeah, I don't want to get too far into that, you know. I don't want to go too far down that rabbit hole. But I watched... Uh, like a clip of a video where this the transgender person I still can't remember which one's which like if it's transgender woman that means you used to be a man right yeah trans woman means you used to be a man so trans man trans am means you used to be a Camaro <laughs> and trans trans man means you used to be a woman yeah so the trans man was having a baby with and he was actually a gay woman with another woman and they were having a baby together but you know like there was an artificial inseminator or a sperm donor type guy somewhere it's just too confusing for me it is it's the confusing part though is they showed like they didn't show the baby popping out because this trans man still had uh all the lady parts i guess so they didn't show the doctor like pulling the baby out but they showed like kind of like from the shin bones up camera of this dude giving birth and it was the strangest thing i've ever seen it was just <laughs> crazy you can look that up on your own if you want but there's this one video that i seen one last video before <laughs> uh we roll on and welcome to greasy knuckles describes youtube videos yeah I hope you're and completely gets demonetized and taken off air so uh yeah, there's no facts here <laughs> i said facts f-a-c-t-s facts. f-a-c-t-s no factual information um but it was a video of it was like that scenario where the trans man and trans woman were swapped, you know? So one of them was pregnant, right? And she had already, he had already given birth. Okay. And they had the newborn there. But to simulate the pregnancy, like, 
you know, going through the birthing process, the trans... Don't you want to say trans am? <laughs> I do every time I say it. I want to say trans am. The, the one that didn't give birth pretended to give birth. It was like... It's have like you ever hit, seen... Uh, it's like hitting a home run without a bat. Yeah. But it was like... Uh, that fucking that weird show about the women in the red like you know RuPaul's Drag Race no it, it was like a Netflix show to where all these women were like just essentially property and uh, I forget what it's called but it was like it was really big I want to say it was called Midwives but that's not right it was something like that okay. but anyways Stepford so, Wives no oh but simulated like giving birth so she was screaming and crying and ah and then they covered the baby in like jelly yeah and then was like oh it's a fucking you know boy or whatever and she's like oh my god and she tried to nurse it uh-huh he tried she tried to nurse this it. was the this was the trans man that used to be a woman that tried to nurse no trans man that woman. used to be no trans woman that used to be a man tried to nurse the baby yeah Holy who shit. doesn't have milk ducts or yeah. anything and they were doing the interview and she's like yeah I mean he's latching but I'm not producing milk so we have to supplement the feeding but we're gonna keep trying I'm like this that's is, fucked up this like is... I'm sorry I'm not being like insensitive or whatever but your baby's gonna latch to your nipple because yeah it's a fucking baby it's yeah. not it doesn't know but it's gonna put your hairy ass nipple in its mouth it, it's, it's, you're not producing milk, you know, like that. It shouldn't be. To you me, shouldn't be surprised. That to me is fucked up. Yeah. You know, you can do all the acting and shit that you want to like have the baby and all that stuff and go through your little Dude. ceremony. That's fine. But whenever you start having the baby suck on your nipple, your man and nipple, you are not producing milk. Now, once we get that technology, and they you're able those, to produce, they have those like strap-on boobs that you can exactly. You yeah, and or if we get that technology where you can produce milk, okay, that's no longer, you know. Yeah, they'll figure that out. I mean, to me, it'd be kind of strange, right? Because yeah. I'm not into that shit. But at least then you would actually be able to do something for the baby, not just have it suck on your nipple to make you feel good. I have a like, million. That's fucked up to me. I want to say a million great ideas right now, but there's really just two, like a beer helmet. With two milk bottles in it, you know, it has the tubes that run down, and you put the ends of the tubes in pacifiers. Hell yeah. And then, like, wear that through your t-shirt. Like, that's how I would do it. And the other thing is if I had to simulate a birth, if I had a, if I had a partner, and we were going to simulate a birth, and <laughs> I would sit, like, at one end of a slip and slide and cover it with KY jelly, and then I would just run and, like, kind of bowl the baby down the slip and slide, and the partner would have to catch it. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> Spring Hill Jack. Yeah, Spring Hill Jack. So in 1937, way before any of this stuff happened. Um, <laughs> there, there's a lot of theories about Spring Hill, Spring Hill Jack, and his identity. His, I'm gonna stop. His identity. So, uh, his appearance was. Sorry, I jumped ahead. His appearance was what kind of threw me off, saying that it's like the Mothman. Yeah, the red eyes and yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. So they said that he had a diabolical physiog physiognomy, like a diabolical body, I guess. Clawed hands and eyes that resembled red balls of fire. And one report claimed that beneath a black cloak, 
He wore a helmet and a tight-fitting white garment, like an oil skin, which was like a it was like it was condoms before lambskin. It was like a raincoat they used to wear back then. So they would take, they, I think it was mink oil they would use, but they would take whatever kind of cloth they had and you know, make it hydrophobic. Yeah, yeah, where it was scared of water. Yeah. So, but uh, but a lot of them even said he had like a devil-like aspect. Some of these little penny drawing, penny paper drawings were looks like Batman. Yeah. Yeah. I I was thinking like with the claws and stuff, the long skinny fucking razor claws. It's like Freddy Krueger meets Batman meets Catwoman. There you go. You know. Yeah. Well. Betty Fratman Catwoman. So. <laughs> but Freddy Bat. Freddy Batman. Freddy. <laughs> Freddy Catman. No, you don't talk about Freddy Catman. So Freddy Catman woman. So a lot of people even said that Freddy Catman had a devil-like aspect, and, and some people said he was tall and thin. Who's that remind you of? Freddy Krueger. El Slendero Man. So oh, he was tall and thin. Long, the long fingers. Finger claws. You know what I'm the white oil skin. Remember how the Slender Man Holy shit. Faces? It's, it's coming together. And he had but Slender Man's eyes were yellow, right? Uh did he have eyes? No, he didn't have eyes. Bigfoot's eyes were yellow and something else I was listening to earlier. Yeah. <laughs> well maybe Slender Man did have red eyes. I don't think he had he had no facial features, remember? The men in black had thin lips. Oh yeah. Or no lips or whatever, fish lips. And then fish lips. And then uh, some some mentioned that he could breathe out blue and white flames, and he wore sharp metallic claws at his fingertips. Which is kind of strange to me about the uh, flames, because during the first recorded incident, right, mm -hmm. uh, this Freddy Crack Kruger fucking person, <laughs> Freddy Cat Man, Freddy Crack Kruger, uh, came up to the door, knocked on it. And the woman came to the door and was like, yes, what do you need, you fuck? And he's like, oh, I'm a police officer. Grab a light. You know, we uh, we captured yeah, we caught, yeah. this fucking Freddy Crack Kruger. Yeah. And she's like, oh, hell yeah, I get to see this motherfucker. Came out, and he, like, spit blue flames at her and shit like that. Now, during this time, people were like, that didn't happen, you know, mm -hmm. doing this blue flame shit. But during this... They were also putting on a show in that same town about this person. So maybe not the first encounter, but like they were doing like a Broadway show almost about this person and whatnot. And they were using the chemicals because they said it was like blue phosphorus um, and different like spirits in combination, mm -hmm. like alcohol and shit. If you blew it through. Like, they were speculating about how to do it. But if you blew it through a sponge that was soaked in alcohol or something like blue phosphorus through the sponge okay. that was soaked in alcohol, some shit like that, it would cause a chemical reaction that would make it burn blue. Huh. And they were doing that same thing at, like, the little Broadway-type show in that town. Mm -hmm. So, and the person that came up was like, no, this is how you do it. Like, that is possible because we're doing it right now, you know? Right. They were like, oh, yeah, that sounds legit. They didn't even think that the person telling them exactly how they could do it could have been Freddy Crack Kruger, mm -hmm. you know? Just full of shit. Yeah. So, but then, you know, he ran away and jumped 10 feet up into the air on top of a building and all this other shit. So, like, there's there are account, like a couple accounts of that, like him jumping over a nine-foot wall. He jumped over a carriage, supposedly, which I know those are nine or ten feet. Yeah, which, 
I don't know. I mean, I've seen some motherfuckers jump. That's well, but there was also uh, the the he was called the Lord Mayor of London, so Sir John Cowan, and he like they had like a town hall that it was like a public session held in the mansion house, and he said that he had received an anonymous complaint several days earlier that he didn't say anything about because he hoped that there would be more information to come, so he didn't bring it out. So this is this is the mayor saying that that he was like not believing in no, um, Freddie Crack not, not not believing in Freddie Crack corn, but <laughs> that he said that that servant girls were telling dreadful stories about this ghost or devil and it was it was in the Times, which I guess is the like the Times Max, you know, London or whatever. But um he, then he got he, he's told it it went in the paper and then he got a piles of letters from various places around London complaining of similar wicked pranks so that's what I was saying like as soon as it was in the public paper yeah this motherfucker got like piles of letters saying that people had people had seen it that several people died of fright and others had fits meanwhile another reported that the trickster had been repeatedly seen in Lewisham and Blackheath so his, he had one thought that he thought they were the, they were great exaggerations, but he also said it was it was quite impossible that the ghost performs the feats of a devil upon earth. So I think people were a lot more um, were a lot more apt to believe in ghosts and stuff back then. Yeah, yeah, they, they weren't as skeptical, right? I'd say like, and I mean, it comes <clears throat> with not knowing, you know, not being as scientifically literate as we are now even though we're still fucking infant idiots we are you know? very literate on this show yeah but you know back then they they didn't know where fucking lightning came from you know right. they didn't know why the thunder happened yeah well, the thunder rolls and so, deck he strikes but it's like the uh like they had like the guy hadn't even i don't think discovered the cell yet like the guy that put it on their microscope they, he almost got killed for being a witch yeah know, like practicing heresy because he was like there's a whole world in this drop of water that's what it was he put a drop of water under a microscope and saw the little phalanges and so kruger hill Catman. man they so, just believed in him they're just like hell yeah and then how easy would it be to just get away with shit back then you know like yeah. Hi, man. Kruger Heeled Cat Man is going around killing people. And then a bunch of fucking teenagers that are bored as shit because they live in a fucking boring ass time. Yeah. Go, well, let's go out, get us a black cloak on, you know, <clears throat> yeah. go around, fucking scare some people, maybe kill somebody. Get some steak knives and stab them. And then death. he's like, well, shit. I guess <clears throat> I can just keep on going. Because he could have been real as shit. And then just murking people left and right. And nobody's the wiser because now everybody wants to be a fucking Kruger man. You could have you you could have been there when the police showed up and just said he ran that way, governor, and they yeah. would have been like, oh, tell you, oh, let's you know, they <laughs> take off after Spring Hill Jack, and you go wash your hands. But what I think's funny too is when you look into this stuff, when you find these accounts, it doesn't matter. But they have like in October 1837, a girl by the name of Mary Stevens. Like, that's going to change part of the encounter. Like, oh, Mary Stevens? Remember her? Remember Mary Stevens? So, <laughs> so she was walking, and... Um, Especially was, a name like that. That is fucking common yeah, as shit. Yeah, like, and as she was actually walking through Clapham Common. 
A man by the name of John Smith. Yeah. Mary Stevens of Clapham Common in Lavender Hill. So, <laughs> but she said a strange figure left to her from a dark alley. And after immobilizing her with a tight grip of his arms, he began to kiss her face while ripping her clothes and touching her flesh with his claws, which were, according to her deposition, cold and clammy as those of a corpse. Bars. In panic, the girl screamed, making the attacker quickly flee from the scene. I mean, if this dude is like a devil, murderer, demon type, yeah. I mean, some girl's going to scream and he's just going to shut your face. Yeah. yeah. Thanks and for holding the door, motherfucker. <laughs> you, know, just, <laughs> you fucking bitch. But, they could, but you know, then of course they couldn't find him. And then the next day was when he jumped in front of a passing carriage, causing the coachman to lose control. Well, man, they were good with them <clears throat> C's, weren't they? They, they loved them. Yeah. Clapping the corpse, Kurt. <laughs> so Charlie the cheek clapping carriage carrier <laughs> to the coachman to lose control crash and severely injured himself when spring handled jack crack jumped up. You know, yeah, so And they had the same thing happen with the lady that said he blew the you know, blue flames in her face. Mm-hmm. She went to the hospital because I guess she was like, Oh, I'm severely burned, fucking whatever, you know. And got to the mm-hmm. hospital and there was no recording of like any burns or anything like her fucking eyebrows were still there mm-hmm. you know her fucking her goatee was still on her face so they're like yeah well you know you might have thought you got burned but i guess not so then the mayor i think it was the mayor was like this bitch is crazy move on you know like they were really apt to be like yeah this chick's fucking senile let's throw her in a home funnel lobotomy it seemed it seems to me, too, that he was all about just attacking poor people. Like, most of the stories I can find are servant girls, a coachman, you know, and then another one I found was a gardener. So he was just like, if you had some kind of menial job, that's who he wanted to fuck with, you know, like, <laughs> he didn't attack any noble people. And it could have been, like, that fucking five seconds of fame, you know, like, if you're some gardener, going around and you hear stories of this crazy shit happening in the penny papers mm-hmm. if you're an absolute nobody but you want some people to know you like that's happened throughout history where you know you just set it up to be like oh I'll give him five seconds of fame real quick and just be like yeah yeah he attacked me too by the way they come and interview him and everything like that put his name in the paper and he's like fuck yeah ma I made it you know fucking made it <laughs> So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, the the girl you were talking about was uh, Jane Alsop. That's the one that had the fire breathed in her face with the policeman. The guy showed up, said it was a policeman, but she said his claws were metallic, and she managed to get away. But he caught her on the steps and tore her neck and arms with his claws, and she was rescued by one of her sisters. Spring Hill Jack was a bitch. All right, I mean, like, yeah, he was chasing down like teen girls. And couldn't get over on him. Why be why be scared of this motherfucker? Yeah. Why create mass panic? I feel like the the hecklers and jokesters and stuff are the ones doing more damage. Like if this person was real, yeah. All he was good at is jumping. You know, like <laughs> they're like, damn, dude, this motherfucker can jump, but he sucks at everything else. And then these hecklers come along, they can't jump for shit, they start <laughs> killing people. You know? Yeah, he's like a he's like the he's like the cheetah of the the murdering apparitions you know like cheetahs are fast and 
I mean, I wouldn't want to fight a cheetah, but I much more wouldn't want to fight a lion. Yeah, yeah, you know I'm saying. So, like, uh, everything I could find was uh, almost everything I could find was where he attacked teen girls or servants. So that leads me to believe that, like you said, it was like pranksters. Yeah, because they but they weren't gonna like they weren't gonna grab some dude off the docks. You know what I mean? Like some burly dock worker. Yeah, uh, it's gonna put one of those. Well, he tried. But- I mean, he's right here. You know, he's just yeah. laying there in a fucking crumpled right, A dock mess. worker in London from Alabama. Right, yeah. that guy. They're not going to yeah. grab him. <laughs> grab the one fucking unicorn. He's going to well, kill you. I guess we're going to do this then, boy. Hang on. So, <laughs> you sit your ass right there, boy. Wait for these, uh, these people to come with the billy clubs. You know what's funny is, after I said that, the dock worker from Alabama, I found a quote from a man named Henry Mayhew who was part of the London Labor and London Poor organization. Let me read you this quote. All right. This here is Satan. (laughs) We might say the devil, but that ain't right. And gentle folks don't like such words. He is now commonly called Spring-Heeled Jack or the Rosian Bear. That since the war. See, I told you, dude, there's a fucking redneck from Alabama. (laughs) Right there. Right there amongst them. Yeah. Just just hop the ship to London. (laughs) You know what? I did see that some I bitch. seen him throw all that tea in the bay, and I said, fuck this, I'm going home. So, but, uh, yeah, he, he he's the just... one corn-fed motherfucker yeah. there, just built like a brick shit house. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the 1870s, he were, were when some of the last, re, last reports came, so he made kind of a resurgence, and he was reported again in several places, pretty, distance from, pretty distant from each other. So... The, uh, in 1872, the News of the World reported that Peckham, wherever that is, was in a state of commotion owing to what is known as the Peckham Ghost, a mysterious figure quite alarming in appearance. And then the editorial pointed out that it was none other than Spring Hill Jack, who terrified a past generation. And then there was another story in the Illustrated Police News in 1873, and they said that those, those signs were in Sheffield, which I'm guessing is also in Europe. And uh, they said he was Springfield Jack, too. So I wonder if it is kind of like Freddy Krueger. You know how he just dies out and goes away if nobody believes in him? Yeah. I wonder if that's how it is. Like, people just got to start believing in him again, and he'll start showing up and jumping over buildings and shit. I mean, I don't know. It could be. But there, um, Aldershot... Uh, in August of 1877, one of the most notable reports about Spring Hill Jack came from a group of soldiers in Aldershot Garrison, which is, you know, like where they hang out. And uh, so they said that a sentry at the North Camp peered into the darkness, his attention attracted by a peculiar figure advancing towards him. These just sound like scary stories to me, you know, like I was looking out across the dark and, you know, like the hounds of bagger baker's field or whatever they're called so i can't remember i can't think of it now but the sherlock holmes story about the hounds yeah i can't remember the name of where they were from but anyways that's how that kind of went you know they'd say it got foggy and then the big hounds started running around out there and they figured out it wasn't that so but he said the figure came up he he issued a challenge and it went unheated so the figure was like fuck that and kept coming and then it came up beside him and delivered several slaps to his face yeah that's i mean and I heard reports, too, about the same thing, like, similar to that, to where they were at the army base or whatever, the military base. Yeah. And he would jump up 
alongside the wall and slap soldiers in the <laughs> face. Yeah. Like, to just fuck with them, I guess. But, like, wh- why? That's That doesn't even make sense. You know, you, you have this guy with long metallic claws mm-hmm. that apparently is like this super evil demon devil person and the most, uh, you know, horrendous thing he can do is jump up alongside of a wall and slap a soldier. Yeah. Like that's fucking, that's stupid. What the fuck? You know? I say to the face, slap. Like, <laughs> and yeah. there's multiple accounts of that. Like, yeah, man, I got slapped in the face too. Yeah. So, the, but they said that at the garrison, the guard shot him with no visible effect. Maybe he came from uh, Skinwalker Ranch. Maybe he did. The Hounds of Basker, Basker, Baskersville, I think. I could look it up, but it's not that important. So, but some sources claim that the soldier may have fired blanks or that he missed or fired warning shots. But anyways, they said that he bounded away. And then uh, another one, Lincolnshire, 1877, same kind of thing. He was wearing a sheepskin in town. An angry mob supposedly chased him and cornered him. And just as, as just the residents fired at him with no effect and is usually said to have made use of his leaping abilities to lose the crowd and disappear once again. So if you're this crazy demon feller, are you really going to have a bunch of fucking pitchfork carrying fire, you know, lanterns, whatever the fuck, uh-huh. corner you? You know, and be just kind of like, oh shit, don't do anything. Even though when they shoot at you, there's nothing. Right. It's never going to happen. Like, that's what I'm saying. A lot of this stuff... It seems like, because nowadays, if you hear about something crazy like that, say people are like, man, you ain't going to believe this. You know, like Bigfoot. we're going to be like, yeah, we don't believe it. Do you have a ring camera, you know, that picked this up? This fucking dude blowing fire in your face? Oh, you don't? Oh, well, this person's fucking crazy, you know? But back then, word of mouth, penny papers, that shit was law, you know? Mm-hmm. Whatever got put in those papers was like, yep, this is true. 100%. Yeah. Oh, it was told by a woman? Never mind. Yeah. It's not true. She's a liar <laughs> and a witch. So there was there was one uh, a popular rumor of a suspect in 1840. It was an Irish nobleman. The, the Marquess, I guess I say that, M-A-R-Q-U-E-S-S. I'm going to say Marquess of Waterford. And uh, this dude, Haining, that, that was like, pointing his finger at this guy suggested he may have this may have been due to him having previously had bad experiences with women and police officers so the marquess was frequently in the news in the late 1830s for drunken brawling brutal jokes and vandalism and was said to do anything for a bet Mm. so this dude was just wild you know what i mean and his contempt for women earned him the title the mad marquis so and they said and it also says he was in london at the time the first incidents took place so maybe it was just a bet. Yeah. And then this dude, E. Cobham Brewer, said the Marquess used to amuse himself by springing on travelers unawares. So maybe that's where it came from. Somebody was like, he sprung out of the bushes. You know, like, he must have he, he must have springs in his shoes. Yeah. Springs in his heels. And all it that. takes is one dude just yeah. hearing that story, adding a little to it. You know? Yeah. So you're you're the drunk coachman driver, some guy jumps out of the bushes or whatever, and you crash the coach, and you're like, oh man, he hit the side of the thing and knocked it over. Yeah, I wasn't too drunk. 
Yeah, that guy with the springs I, in his heels. It wasn't my fault. He was a goddamn demon. <laughs> but also, there's a counterpart in Prague. You ever heard of that little place? Yeah. Uh, he was known as Herak, the spring man of Prague. So, and he was reported to have been in Czechoslovakia around 1939-1945. And the elusiveness and supernatural leaping abilities attributed to Barack bear a close resemblance to those exhibited by Spring Hill Jack and distinct parallels can be drawn between the two entities. So, Prague had their own Spring Hill Jack. And all it would take is like a traveler, you know. You know those like... Those traveling storytellers. Yeah, exactly. Whenever they go the around and tell stories and stuff, you're like, holy shit. And if you believe everything they say, because if you're just fucking gullible like that. Which people probably were back then a lot more. Yeah, 100%. You know, I mean, there's plenty of gullible people now, but if you try to start a story, there's going to be someone out there that looks into it and goes, nah, you're full of shit. Mm -hmm. Back then, you're a gullible dude. You hear this storyteller that gets, you know, money from telling stories. Yeah, yeah on his little travels and shit like that yeah all he's got to do is do that hey man i done seen this shit who's over there and if somebody hears it instead of going like i saw it you know even though they didn't yeah they get themselves in the penny papers yeah just by saying hey man i seen it and just telling exactly what the storyteller told him right Ladies and gentlemen, lend me your ear. Yeah. And I'll tell you the tale of a spring-heeled man. Like that kind of guy? Yeah. And then everybody else is like, oh, man, that guy was telling me all about it. Yeah. I seen it, too. Yeah. You didn't see it? Yeah. Well, yeah. Hell, yeah. I seen First it. time somebody trips over the sidewalk, they're like, spring-heeled Jack! <laughs> Starts all over again. <clears throat> People start getting murdered and all sorts of shit. Yeah. You got the redneck on the docks over there? Yeah. I fought him. <laughs> Knock that son of a bitch's tooth out. No, whooped his ass. I'll tell you what. Get your <laughs> ass in the truck. Yeah. I've been good to you. So I don't I don't I don't know, man. It's just like it's just like a lot of the other cryptids and monsters and stuff like that that a lot of it seen a lot of it obviously is made up, but I think a lot of it was just exaggeration if you ask me. Yeah, I feel like this is one of the least Credible, you know, fucking cryptids that we've covered. Yeah, like these credible covered cryptids. Damn, dude, we're good. We're getting with the seas. But what's, but what's with the sea? Anyways, you're a crypt. Yeah. So, but a lot of the cryptids we cover, they're they're more believable. You know, like yeah. Skinwalker Ranch, pretty believable. A lot of them have more like sustenance to them. Yeah. Not just these fucking redneck dock workers seeing some shit right like the, i think this is too old to even have pictures or any kind of like like i don't know where science was back then you know but i just think if i was walking if i lived in london at this time and there was some motherfucker jumping out of bushes grabbing people or you know doing all this nefarious shit yeah somebody would have got a shot off at him or because you always see like all, all the old stuff i see about all those old places like that you had like the beat cops <clears throat> Ernie, like when Jack the Ripper was big, you know, you had the guy walking around swinging the stick, yeah. the constable. But have you ever seen those those lanterns they had back then? They were called they called them the uh, I don't know if they called them bull lanterns or just the bull, but they'd say like grab the bull, and it looked like a little fire hydrant with a lens on the front, 
and it was just like an oil flame inside. They'd hold it up like this everywhere they went. You know? Yeah. They hold it up like over their head and try to look down the alleyway, <laughs> and it looks like it reminds me of uh, that the uh, Tombstone movie when the guy's shaking the whiskey in front of the spotlight yeah. to make the devil like that's what it, that's what color it is. It's just like this kind of brown light. You so. ain't catching nobody like that. No, you can't see, see the shit. shadow of something. Maybe yeah. by the moonlight. You can see like a foot in front of you before you get stabbed by yeah. whoever you're looking for. So it came out of nowhere. Yeah. He was standing there for 20 minutes. Three feet away from me. <laughs> it was horrible. So yeah, but I don't know. A lot of it seems like bullshit to me. Yeah, uh, I think we should cover Jack the Ripper tomorrow. I I just put it in the notes. All right. Well, you got anything else? Uh, I do not. I guess that's probably going to do it. Uh, question everything. That's it. That's all I got. All right. Well, that's going to be it from us here at the Greasy Knuckles Podcast. Remember, if you're going to get greasy, go Knuckles deep. That's right. Holy shit. What is that? What the fuck? Ready for fucking ear cancer. Here it comes.